The Read More, Read Well podcast, your help and encouragement on your reading journey. Welcome to the Read More, Read Well podcast. I'm your host, Janelle Lewandowski. Last week, we talked about how important reading with your children is for a thoughtful home. But reading is important for us women as well. Today, we'll talk more about how we can fit our own reading into our schedule and why we should do it. You, you spoke some about this, about the times of day that you found helpful to read, but uh, in setting aside a regular time for reading versus doing homework, what other helps or advice would you have for women in terms of considering your daily routine as you create a thoughtful home? So if you're thinking, if you're asking me about the woman herself reading, which I think is a really good You know, we think a lot about, well, making sure our children are readers, but we want to be readers as well. And like I said before, we we do tend to think this is a a luxury that I can't afford. Reading is really important. So I I know quite a few women who read when they put their children down for a nap. So it's their way of resting in the afternoon. Um, And they are not you know, maybe they're reading for, for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, but a 20 minute or 30 minute um, rest time with a good book is very rejuvenating, um, very restful, and also very, um, I don't know, inspiring or, or stimulating, intellectually stimulating. For a mom that's at home with a lot of small children or even a, one small child, um, you know, you, you miss adults. And when you read a book, you're talking with adults. I even know people who read first thing in the morning. Well, I do. I read first thing in the morning. I, I mean, it's, for me, it's, it's usually the first thing in the morning. It's usually more like spiritual reading. But still, it's one of the first things I do in the morning is I read for a little while. And um, so it doesn't, it's not just at bedtime. And it doesn't need to be a two-hour chunk. Um, I don't know. Most of us probably can't even read for two hours. Like, you know, once we're, at, once we're done with school, it's hard to read for two hours. But to read for half an hour or maybe an hour, um, we can fit that into our schedule. And if we put it in our schedule, that's, that's beautiful. Just like we schedule so many other things is to say, I'm going to read, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at one o'clock and maybe Tuesday and Thursday, I go to the gym at that time. Um, but reading is, reading is important and it's, it's good for our sleep. So bedtime is a good time to do it. And I find too good for our mental health, especially during the winter when things tend to be more gray or stagnant and just to be for a moment in another world and have some excite have some excitement that way about whatever the plot twist might be. And I think your point about finding your own routine is so important because we don't usually wake up thinking, now when am I going to read today? So many other immediate tasks trump that but if we have something in our schedule where we found this is a, this is a time when it most frequently works and I can do it it feels like we're aware we're taking care of ourselves we're doing something that we enjoy it's a way we can rest and relax that actually helps us rest and relax because I find a lot of things I think I am doing to relax aren't actually that don't fill my cup up that much and so especially with the new year and just looking at life I'm like okay yeah this is making sure this gets in the routine is a important part of my day-to-day mental health and if we say that i mean this is again again if you're in a book club 
and you don't need to be in a book club, but and you can be in a book club with one other person, right? But if you're in a book club and you say, I have to get this done, this book done, then you can start to say, okay, I, this afternoon I'm going to read two chapters or one chapter, whatever it is. And then we write it on our to-do list and we get to cross it off. Mm-hmm. And um, that always helps us, right? If, if we feel like we've accomplished something, I've read the chapter that I was assigned to read. And, you know, you're right. It's restful. It's rejuvenating. It's pleasurable for us. It's also something that's good for the people around us. So that's the other thing is, you know, it's not self-centered. When we read, we have more to share with people. We set a good example for, for our children, for our families. We have things to talk about. We have a wider perspective on the world. We think, oh, you know, that's, they do it differently Mm -hmm. in that culture or they did it. There's certain books that really form me in ways of thinking that, you know, they're set in, I mean, Kristen Lauber's daughter is one of them. I I often find myself acting like she's a real person and her, you know, that, that the book is a, is a history. So I'll say, well, you know, Kristen did it this way. Just as I would say, like, my sister did it this way, or my mother did it this way, or my good friend did it this way. So I think, you know, reading is, it's not, it's not self-centered. I guess that's what I would say. It's not self-centered. It's, it's, you're right, self-help, self-care, but not self-centered. It's, um, it makes us better people. And it makes us more able to pay attention. You know, we're, we are more able to pay attention to other people, to, to ideas, to the work in front of us when we're trained to pay attention to what's on the page. You know, if we learn to, if we are, not just learn, we all know how to do this, but if we're in the habit of spending 30 minutes doing something and not being distracted by everything else, then we Mm -hmm. have that attention span that we can also spend 30 minutes listening to someone doing our work, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Well, I was really looking forward to our conversation just looking at the thoughtful home. I, I love that term and to consider for myself, like what, what things are we doing well in our home where we're attentive to one another? What, what would we might like to change? Do you have any final parting words of wisdom or advice for our listeners? Perhaps encouragement if they feel like, oh, my kids are getting older and we haven't really cultivated this that well. One thing I would say is, you know, never let perfection mm-hmm. be the enemy of the good. That's one of my favorite sayings we can always do something better and it's it's always worth it everything wasn't perfect the way we were when we were being in the homes we grew up in and everything's not going to be perfect in the homes our children grow up in that's always going to be the case but any little change that we can make is going to bear fruit bear a lot of fruit it's worth the effort just to make one little change you know to say um, we're going to start you know, having dinner together once a week if we're not having dinner together or twice a week if we're doing it once a week. I'm going to start reading to my children, you know, twice a week or, you know, whatever it might be. But I think I think we can always change. We can always change for the better. That's the nature of life is that we're always changing. Things are always changing. God gives us the graces and the insight to do what we can when we're doing it, you know. So, there's no point in looking at the be- in in the rearview mirror and saying, "Oh, I should have done this better," you know, unless maybe we're trying to advise someone going forward. But no, we did we did it the best we could, 
but now how could we do better? And, you know, if our kids are gone, well, we can probably still help ourselves, help our husband, and even help our, our children as adults. Um, th there's always room for growth, and um, there's no reason to be hopeless, despairing, pessimistic. I don't know, life's such a great adventure, and the home is such a beautiful place to be. Well, thank you for that hopeful message and for your time today. I know a lot of our, uh, our listeners, the women who read along with us at Well Read Mom, something that we want to have homes that are thoughtful and attentive to the people that are there and do our best. So we're blessed to have people like you who are friends along the journey. And best wishes on your, your forthcoming book, The Thoughtful Home. And thank you for your time today. Thank you, Janelle. information about Well-Read Mom and joining a group near you, visit our website at wellreadmom.com. Well-Read Mom groups are forming now. We make it easy to grow in friendship by sharing great books and literature. 